0: Mia, are you going to be in the intro? Well, come on up. Mia, say welcome to She Will Rock You. Very good. Hello, lovely people. Um, This is not a podcast hosted by dogs, as much as I would love it to be a podcast hosted by dogs. Um, But it is not alas um yeah so we have another wonderful interview for you and it is in my genre of metal you know how excited I get about a good metal dance uh (laughs) so I was
1: useless during this whole process
0: you know sometimes Leah you just gotta sit there and look pretty And, and you know you achieved that during the interview I did that you did that um so we met with Justine Jones of employed Serve. Serve uh, they're an awesome band and she's awesome we had a great chat with them about their music and the scene in the UK because they're UK based bless you Mia they're UK based bands um, but yeah let's you don't want to hear from me you want to hear from Justine so let's get the tape rolling I'm Beth Ann I'm Leah and this is She Will Rock
1: what <laughs> 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 We've, we said it at the same time
0: no we didn't did we? Yes, we did. All right, <laughs> retake, retake. I'm Bethann. And I'm Leah. And this is She Will Rock You. Where are they getting a dump in a CPS executive <laughs> don't, meeting? Don't, no. <laughs> bitch, don't touch my thermostat. <laughs> the ghost be like, pull up, before I haul you, let me turn down the thermostat. Who <laughs> is this man? We're on page one, guys. <laughs> this is She Will Rock You. We are here with Justine Jones from Employed to Serve. How are you doing today? Hey, thanks for having me. Yeah, good thanks. Like we've um, randomly
2: had a bit of a summer in September, so that's kind of nice. Oh, that's Um, nice. Yeah, it's like randomly almost 30 degrees, so hell yeah.
0: (laughs) We've been like having, we're slowly transitioning to fall here in Virginia where we're based. And so we get some crisp mornings and then it gets a little bit hot. But we call this Fool's Fall because... Give it probably a week and it's gonna be back up to 80. So, you know, you take what you can get. Um, uh, but tell me about employed to serve and how you all got started.
2: Um, trying to think now. So like basically it started with just myself and Sammy, who's the guitar and also my husband now. Um, he started doing this sort of like recording project whilst he was working a gardening job. Um and uh and yeah like hence the word employee to serve it was quite a, uh his his first gardening job was quite a grueling one it was just like yes. he started it when he was 16 it was quite like back-breaking work um so yeah and he was just sort of like he needed a vocalist um and he just said why don't you learn how to do vocals and i was like okay so yeah that that's it really i literally i didn't do vocals before this band so i kind of learned as i went along um I feel like I've gotten better over the years, thankfully. Uh, Because at the start, I used to always blow my voice out because I used to yell in a higher register and do all the wrong things. Um, But yeah, eventually I kind of worked it out and we went from a sort of two-piece recording project. We had like a drum machine. And we got members like sort of in 2013 and started touring, yeah, late 2013. You know, the rest is history, really.
0: That's all. I love that it started like gardening wise, is, is how you got the name. Cause like, I feel like with metal bands in particular, they get it from like the most odd places. And I love it. Like, sometimes they just have brutal names. And then sometimes, like, man, that's brutal. How'd you come up with that? Well, I started gardening. Was, yeah. I love stuff like that. That's so fun.
1: Oh, yeah. Um, for
0: sure. Like, it's, it's, I think it's something people can relate to. Like, I had like a really rubbish retail job where I used to
2: get treated awfully and, I hated my job so it kind of it fitted with everyone and like yeah the couple of members worked in restaurants and just get yelled at by customers and yeah so I think yeah. it's a very universal name and I thought I quite I'm quite happy with it still. Even I love it.
0: So weird. Um Yeah I love getting brutal things out of mundane annoying things it's great that's that's the heart of metal really. Yeah <laughs> um so like you you guys are located in the UK um tell me what's kind of happening in the scene right now I know like you did an article with Kerrang and that was an incredible article by the way we'll talk more about it um but you said like a lot of bands like across rock in general are just like supporting each other right now which is like totally awesome like walk me through all that
2: Yeah, so like, it's really good at the moment. So I think from about, I would say 2017 onwards, we've had like this really huge influx of new bands. There was quite a few that started like around the same time as us. So those ones are Spalbar, Palm Reader, um, and Venom Prison. And they're kind of like, I'm probably missing quite a few, but they're sort of like Mm -hmm. the three key ones that we sort of like came up with. And then from about 2017 onwards, there was just like this absolute explosion of like new bands, um, like for across all genres, like from the more sort of grunge, uh, shoegaze kind of era to, um, yeah, like death metal and things like that. So at the moment it's just a really healthy scene. Um, I feel like with all music scenes, they kind of go through ebbs and flows. So yeah, kind of like goes up and down kind of thing. But um, at the moment it's really good and it's quite a nice thing to be a part of. Um, so I think everyone's like genuinely like all music fans. So it doesn't matter if they, encounter a band in the uk scene it's not like their genre that they play in like everyone kind of digs each other it's like gender roles are sort of like a, sure. a grunge band and i love them and you
0: know they're like fans is like you know other bands like community venues and that as well so it's quite nice that's awesome yeah because i think here in the states like we're finally getting back to a place like that where it's healthy like you mentioned because back in like the 2000s, like during warp Tour days, it would there just tends to be like an eliza, elitism with like your particular subgenre you're in. And I love that you guys are really just supporting bands just to support music. I think that's really great.
2: Oh, yeah, for sure. Like it's, it's nice because I feel like people have realized it takes more than one band to carry a scene. Um, and I think when you have a more sort of community-based mentality about it, it's a lot more fun rather than just feeling like you're competing all the time. It's hard enough being a band as it is, like let alone isolating yourself from other bands. Um but I, I mean I'm sure it like exists in other genres and stuff, but I feel very much in our sort of pocket slash niche. It's very much not there.
0: Yeah, that's really awesome. Uh so going back to that current cover story, which congrats by the way, such a huge mm-hmm. honor. Um i also like learned reading the cover story is it true you now run a record label yeah yourself yeah, awesome tell me about that, that a little bit
2: um so yes yeah, so church road started started by my husband back in 2017 i think um mm-hmm. as a sort of he, he basically put his back out from gardening uh he slipped both discs oh, um so sucks. he was unable to work for a year um and yeah, so he started doing Church Road as sort of like a bit of a hobby slash like, you know, wanted it to be sort of something bigger as time went on. And he started sort of distroing records from like labels like Southern Lord, Triple B, Closed Casket, basically kind of like effectively like a little shop online. Um, mm-hmm. And then he started like releasing his own stuff. Uh, I think the early release is like M- Mouth, which is like power violence Project with uh, members of Leng Che. And yeah, we had a, an American Man mouth breather as well. Um, they were really cool bands. Um, and yeah, so it was started off sort of as like a little sort of small sort of bedroom label type thing. And then sort of roughly this time last year, I left my job at Holy Raw and came to join with uh, doing this. Um, and it's been a full time sort of venture ever since. And I think we've done almost 20 releases since last wow. year. Maybe a bit less, like maybe 15 to 20
0: um so yeah it's been busy (laughs) that's awesome yeah I can imagine it's like hard work but rewarding work at the same time
2: oh yeah like I was super grateful to have it uh to sort of occupy me during the times when I couldn't do anything else I mean we were like trapped in this like obviously very grateful to have somewhere to live and stuff but we were very much in these four walls for I guess 18 months so it was nice to have something to work on and keep busy with
0: yeah, totally. I totally understand that. And also I think what's interesting in the article, and correct me if things have changed cuz I know it's changed a little bit with here in the states, but I know you mentioned like in the article, yeah, it'd be cool to tour with Gojira and now you guys are doing it. Is that still Is sure. that st- cuz they canceled their states tour. I was actually going to go see them this week. Oh, did they? I was going to go see him this week and I was really I was pretty sad about it, but is it, is a European leg still happening?
2: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. As, as far as I'm aware, awesome. I mean, I'm hoping it's going to be okay. Cause I know the UK is like 88% vaccinated. So fingers crossed. I think we are oh, going to be okay for touring, but obviously no one knows. And I think sure. Europe's doing okay as well. So I'm hoping, hoping it'll work out. Yeah. But absolutely. Who knows? I'm just happy to be on the fly at that point because Funnily enough, mm-hmm. so like, I love that band, as I sort of said in in um in the article, but I had no idea about this tour or it ever being a thing when we did that interview. So I kind of feel like I summoned it from the universe. So I'm, I'm going to start asking, like <laughs> you saying. Spoke of, it out. You out. Know, yeah, I'm going to yeah, start saying I want to be a
0: millionaire and,
2: and uh, tour Slipknot next,
0: I think. <laughs> there you go. There you go. So, like, yeah, you guys are doing the European leg with Gojira, like, Awesome, so awesome, and their new album is just so good. But
2: oh, it's incredible! it's So like relevant to the times as well, with like the climate crisis, and absolutely it's been such a great like. They've kind of always been the gold standard of what a band you know would should aspire to be in terms of like their musical output and everything they put into the band. So
0: yeah, well, they crafted that album very carefully, like it deals with a lot of climate change and even the influences, especially in Amazonia, like the type of instruments they put into it. Like they put a lot of care into it. Uh, But yeah, that's super awesome. Um, Let's talk about your new album coming up, Conquering. Your PR team was kind enough to send it to us in advance. Um, My reaction throughout listening to the album was just like, you know, fuck. I was just saying fuck all the time because like, it was so good. Okay. Like I was ready to start a fucking pit in my living room. Like looking at my dog say, are you ready to fucking mosh? Like this is your last chance. Like I was so excited. So anyway, great fucking album. Uh, congrats to you guys. Uh, so is, did you guys have any like goals or themes you were trying to achieve with this album besides, you know, like making brutal face melting music? (laughs)
2: <laughs> um yeah well yeah I mean that's what we we try and do like this uh so basically with this record so the actual uh album title conquering is sort of more of a, a positive sort of word in this instance so it's sort of about kind of you know conquering the ego of the self and you know trying to sort of rise above like internal conflicts and you know outside diversities and just generally just trying to be a better person and you know concentrating on bettering yourself um which i think has been quite a huge thing yeah. for everyone during the you know the pandemics has had um it's given people time to sort of have time out and just sort of really reflect and i think like loads of people have done loads of stuff like you know they've gone to get therapy and you know like really worked on themselves and had that time to sort of you know develop um so, it's kind of like what that album sort of like, um, you know, aspiring to be. It's like a, a cheerleader album, hopefully. Like, my favorite album was like Perseverance by Hatebreed. Anytime I'm bummed yes. out, I put that on because this is such a great record to kind of get you stoked. Um, and then, in terms of like the actual writing, we wanted to go in a more metal direction. Uh, we felt like we would kind of done like the sound of the uh, with warmth of the Dying sign and Trek Turn of Motion is sort of more metallic hardcore sort of crossover we were kind of in a weird sort of little straddling place where we kind of were dipping our toes into other genres whereas with this record it's sort of more like definitively a, a metal record whilst still sounding like us if that makes sense I feel
0: yeah no that makes complete sense because like I'm looking now I'm looking back at some of your like exist and mark the grave and just like I can definitely hear that like almost like you were saying that hate breed influence, right? Like you have these brutal breakdowns and then it's like, you want to make the world a better place. Take a look at yourself. You know, like I love, um, I just love because a lot of people, I feel like in metal, um, who are not in the scene, just like, Oh, it's all this like almost dark, but no, you can just take these really positive sounds and lyrics and make them into whatever you want it to be. Really?
2: Yeah for sure and like I think it was needed I didn't want to write another miserable record because I don't think people need that right now we didn't need that as members we wanted to like do something posy and you know without it being cheesy um yeah and we just sort of wanted to pay homage to like all the bands that we like loved growing up like you know it's sort mm-hmm. of like bands like Lamb of God, Fear Factory, Yeah, um, Machine Head, Sep- uh, Sepultura, Slipknot that kind of like like wave of like early 2000s, late nineties band that we grew up on. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and I feel like, yeah, we've tried to make the song sort of like translate better to sort of bigger stages and stuff. Cause that's kind of where we'd really like to take it. Um, yeah, hopefully
0: you've achieved that. That's awesome. I love that. I think you guys definitely achieved that. Um, is there any song that you feel stands out to you more personally?
2: uh they're all pretty personal so i don't know i'm trying to think now i think if i had to pick one i think maybe the mistake so that one's sort of like a real sort of like self-empowering like you know don't take shit from the world you've got this and that's probably like i think that was the first one i wrote lyrics to um so i'm quite i've got quite like a a little soft spot for that song so i think that one um just because it's like You know, the last 18 months was such a a down on everyone that I kind of felt like that was the sort of like the real sort of like really sort of summarized it, I think, for myself at least anyway.
0: Yeah, I get that, especially because it's like the first one. I feel like the first one is always like matches what you're going through.
2: Yeah, and I think it sets the sort of the tone and the pace for the rest of the record, especially when you're sort of like creating it. Um, Yeah, that one.
0: Yeah. Very cool. That's a good one. Um, Let's talk about your latest single Mark of the Grave, which first can I just say I love the music video and how you made this psychedelic world and put like the references you put in it. It's like Alice in Wonderland sponsored by like Budweiser and Del Monte (laughs) Bananas and like Satan. So I can imagine that was really fun to shoot.
2: Oh yeah, like we, like after everything, we were like, we do not want to do a serious video of us crossing our arms. Like it's, we want it to be as weird as we could with it still kind of making sense to the song. Um, so with both our music videos, we've tried to like really make it as fun as possible. And we've had like a really nice time working with um, Ryan, who's like directly, uh, he's, I think he's worked on like Trivium and bands like that. And he's just... Nice. He's just such a great director. And we had so, like, so much fun during like the lockdown. We'd have our weekly Zoom meetings. And we'd just be like, how can we make this weirder? So um,
0: <laughs> you definitely yeah. achieved it. Like I, the scene that keeps going through my head, I'm not sure which bandmate of yours was doing it, but they were dressed like a banana eating hummus. And I just, yeah. I don't know, that scene spoke to me. And maybe, <laughs> maybe it shows my warped sense of humor, but I just like saw that and I'm like, yep. That's that's the ticket. Um, I was like
2: Nathan, our basis. So basically, the joke there is that we once turned up to a venue. So there was nine of us, including crew, and we turned up, and our rider was a pot of hummus and four bananas, <laughs> but nothing else. That was it. <laughs>
0: ah, I love. Well, you <laughs> so know, a joke. <laughs> you know, hummus is a great way to get your protein. So I get it. it. Is. On it the is, road, but- you need your protein. We ended up having to sort of like use the lid to scoop it. <laughs> hey, I've I've been there. I've been there with like applesauce. You just take the lid and yeah. Sometimes you gotta be innovative, even on the road. Um also tell me a little bit about the songwriting process for that song, too. Um so with most of this album
2: and like most of our pre- previous material, it's mainly Sammy who um, he sort of has a sort of song idea and he'll put it in Logic and program drums and do like a rough, like a very rough demo. And then we send it to like our WhatsApp group and everyone sort of have feedback. And and like we tend to, when we can, we'll like work on it in a practice room. Um, but yeah, from that, like it, he, we sort of needed, we wanted to sort of have a real sort of, I don't know, kind of like a fun, more fun sort of like upbeat song for this record, um, for this song. We kind of like, um trying to think what we were sort of thinking of. we just kind of wanted something really like anthemic or like yeah. try to it like that's what we were kind of trying to achieve that record and that song
0: sorry that's awesome i love that yeah definitely i love that. you know i love when like in metal especially you can just have fun you know it doesn't always. I think metal sometimes, like from the outside, people looking outside in, it's just always serious and brooding, right? Sometimes yeah. you just gotta write a fun song.
2: Well, that's it. I mean, it's like you can you can write a fun song, but still take it seriously in terms of making sure you know you're happy with it and it's the best song you can make it. But like, um, but yeah, it's just not really us. Like being really serious and stuff all the time. It's never been us. So we kind of really wanted to have fun with this.
0: I love it. I love that so much. Well, I am so just incredibly stoked for others to hear this album. It's truly a triumph and I wish you guys all the success with it. Before I switch it over to Leah, where can people find you?
2: Uh so we have our website, which is important.com. That'll probably have like all the links you need, really. Uh we're on Spotify, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter,
0: all, all the usual suspects, really. Awesome, sounds good, Leah. Your turn.
1: All right, it's time for our famous lightning round questions. Uh, first, what is your favorite road trip snack? Ooh, it's a good one.
2: I'm trying to think. Hmm. I really like track bars. They're like it's funny because I just sit on my bum all day, but and <laughs> for like exercise. <laughs> I just like to eat them. So, check bars with the uh, salted caramel on it, it's good. Oh, well, That sounds healthy.
1: That sounds actually really good. Uh, what bucket list item do you want to check off most? Hmm.
2: I don't know. i kind of like, I've actually been very fortunate. I've kind of checked off most of mine. I would like to play Japan in America. I've never, yes. I've never done either, and like I've never been to Japan as well. And I, I hear it's really fun, and I love Nintendo.
1: Japan fans are next Dude. level.
2: I heard they're awesome. Like,
1: I aspire to be the amount of dedicated that Japanese fans are to my favorite bands.
2: <laughs> they, they literally just show everyone else up. I think, like, yeah, it's band, like, why, why would I tour anywhere else? <laughs>
1: It's unreal. I don't understand. I love them. Uh, what is your most used emoji?
2: Mm. Oh, the gurney, like the, it's not quite smiling, you know, like where they call it it's like the full, yeah. sort of like the oblong grin.
1: Like the, like ah. the yikes yes, face. Yeah. yeah. That,
2: but...
1: that one's yes, definitely sir. up there. Yes, <laughs> uh, what song would be the theme song to your life?
2: hmm survivor by destiny's child why not
0: yes
1: that's a good choice i, I love, live i, love I live destiny's for
0: a destiny child. child moment
2: it's so good i still listen to that album and i'm having like i'm really like having to gear myself up to go and exercise i put destiny's child on and justin timberlake justified
0: yes
1: classic Some nice throwback classics there and then final question our signature question that we ask everybody if you were a cereal breakfast cereal what would you be and why
2: oh crunchy nut because i'm can't i am I'm a bit weird
0: there we go perfect
2: <laughs> <Bloody>.
0: <laughs> <laughs> i love it well justine this has been such a fun conversation um Please come play in the states. We would love to have you guys. Seriously, you guys would just fit so well in the scene here. But yeah, it's been so great talking with you, and I hope you have a great day.
2: Oh, thank you for having me. Yeah, we should. Um, we should hopefully be playing next year. We were supposed to come over in twenty twenty. Uh, had visas and everything.
0: <laughs> oh uh, so man,
2: hopefully we can go next year.
0: Please do. We'll come see you for sure. It'd be great.
1: Thanks for listening. Be sure to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you enjoyed the show. Special thanks to Death of Fawn for our intro riff. You can visit our website at shioraku.com. There you can find links to our socials, the show notes, and you can reach out to us and contact us. And remember, don't do drugs.